0: Hello everybody, I am back. It is Coach Megan. I'm back from competing at Miss USA and couldn't be happier to be home. Obviously, it has been a whirlwind of emotions, as you guys can imagine. It has now been seven full days of processing, which certainly uh, is not enough to process every emotion. Going forth after about two years of preparation for a lifelong dream. But I am going to break down a few things just about how to gain perspective in general in life, but certainly after maybe a chapter of your life is closed. I'm so excited to lead you in this very important conversation and also to give you four takeaways at the end of four things that I really do feel like I have processed so far um, in my thoughts after Miss USA. So let's dive into this very important episode about perspective. And in the end, I will give you those four things. So hello everybody, welcome to this episode. I am so honored to be back with you guys. It's honestly been really weird to have not done a podcast last week and then a couple weeks before that um, actually I think I missed one other episode one other week and so I'm videoing this episode we're going to give you guys a snippet of it on Instagram so hello everybody on Instagram I'm just so excited to be back Um, obviously I'm disappointed um, initially that I wasn't Miss USA but if I'm being completely honest now that I've had some time to even think about it you guys um we had an incredible class of women. We really did. And I'm going to share more about Miss USA specifically at the end of this episode. But um, I think I'm actually really glad that I'm not Miss USA at the end of the day. I have an amazing company that I get to lead every day of my life and so many clients that I get to work with and Big, big, big dreams that I have for um, Powerhouse Pageantry and the Powerhouse Podcast, and everything that I want to do to grow this company. I have plans for a full speaking tour next year. I want to really develop myself as an author and as a speaker and really expand even beyond the realm of pageantry so I can continue to help women after their journeys um, competing in pageants. I have so many clients who have been successful in pageants and then have gone on to want to do different things in life. And I want to be able to support them. I want to be able to be a life coach and a mentor um, and a spiritual advisor and kind of consultant in their lives as well. And so I'm really, really excited. I will be sharing towards the beginning of next year, some of those plans. I just met with actually a business advisor of mine this morning and just some really exciting things going on. And so I want you guys to know that I am okay. Of course, I'm disappointed. Um, And it's a little weird. This is officially my first day of work back actually um, upon recording this podcast. A lot of you guys know I did a week-long social media fast. If you've never done that, I so incredibly recommend it, you guys. Seriously, I could not recommend it more. Um, I think I'm going to actually do it more often than not, um, kind of plan my social media and maybe have my assistant or somebody else actually post it for me. I'll create all the captions, of course, and things like that, but I calculated just last week, I think I saved 12 hours of my life, um, despite driving 10 and a half hours home from Memphis, driving six hours to Minnesota and back, um, over the course of 72 hours, And even with that, I had so much time. It was absolutely ridiculous. And granted, you know, I run a completely online company, so I need to be online for a lot of things. But it really gave me perspective, which is part of why we're talking about that today, of just how much time we waste and how precious time is. And how um, sometimes you can be running so hard and so fast towards a dream that when it's over, I mean, you really have to take a hard look in the mirror and you reveal what kind of person you are. You reveal whether that was your entire identity. And so I'm really going to close this episode with talking about some of those hard realities um, of your character and your identity because it'll be very interesting to see um, as I watch every time just kind of what happens to the rest of my Miss USA class. I hope that they all do incredibly well. You know, we had a lot of time to kind of work on ourselves before, so hopefully this will be a different year where everybody does really, really well. But you'll also, unfortunately, see some people that this is their entire identity and their entire life. And they'll have a much harder time um, kind of picking up the pieces and moving forward. And so I'm praying and and hoping that everybody uh, just launches into their next dream, you know, and kind of has that next plan for themselves. And that period of transition, I think sometimes it's really hard to give ourselves grace. Um, I know it's been really hard to give myself grace. Like last week, I wanted to launch into work right away. Um, And then I'd find myself sleeping and waking up at like 7am, like I still had stuff to do. And then I would go and take a nap shortly um, in the afternoon. And I've talked with a couple of my other sister queens from my class, Miss USA, and they've been talking about how they've been napping during the day as well, even after sleeping for 10 or 11 hours because your body's just exhausted. And um, so maybe you're in a transitionary phase of, you know, your career or maybe you're ending college or, you know, something else, a season has ended in your life. And I just want to encourage you to give yourself the grace to get through that season because, it's a season, right? You need to wear different clothes for winter than you do for summer. And there's a reason for that. And so being able to identify when you're in the midst of a season or ending a season or beginning a season, how you leave one season is how you enter the next. So if you don't properly rest and restore and rejuvenate and kind of push push reset, um, then you, know, you may not lead into that next season with strength. And I want you to lead, lead into that next season with strength. And so um, the reason why we're kind of all talking about perspective today is for the reasons that we've already talked about. But I think that it's just incredibly important um, when you're kind of taking a step back from ending a season or ending a dream, or like I said, a chapter closes to not just um, blaze a trail into the next season and not to just kind of pick yourself up by your bootstraps and and lean in and dive in and keep going at that same speed. Um, there's a reason why so many pageant girls actually get really, really sick after state or a national competition, and it's because um, so often we're living in that third realm of stress. And go back to the stress episode if you don't know what I'm talking about a couple weeks ago. Um, but so often we're living in such a heightened state of stress that um, we don't even realize that we're in stress, and so then your immune system can finally take a second. To calm down and your cortisol levels can finally come back to normal. And a lot of people will find that they lose weight. A lot of people will find that their acne clears up, um, maybe after an initial flare up. But it's because our perspective finally changes where we're like, oh my gosh, like the world's still spinning, even though I didn't win or even though I did win. Um, The world's still spinning, even though I took a week off social media. The world's still spinning, even though I cut this toxic person out of my life. The world's still spinning, even though I didn't work out for one day. You know, even today, upon the recording of this podcast, I'm going to go work out after this, but I've had to really check myself where it's like, Megan, you don't have to work out every single day. Like you're not a failure. If you don't work out one day, like you're, you're not prepping for anything anymore, you know? And in terms of perspective, um, just being real with myself, right. And giving myself compassion and being kind to myself. Um, like we talked about last week and, and getting real in the fact that I want to be healthy, but I, I don't want to live in this world of, 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 like, I'm going to be on swimsuit or I'm going to be on TV in a swimsuit again. Um, you know, I, I was twice and now probably not ever again. And that's a totally okay. That's absolutely okay. And so it's having that dialogue with myself to find what that new normal needs to look like. And so um, why I'm saying this is I think so often people either go off the deep end where they just sleep all the time and they lose all those really wonderful healthy habits that a big goal and a big dream cause them to get into the habit of. Or they, they don't slow down because they don't want to navigate those emotions, you know, they don't want to accept reality that life has changed, that life is different. Or, you know, the same, the same way when people give up their crown a lot of times and they're like, oh, like people aren't talking about me anymore, I'm not in the news anymore, like nobody wants me anymore, I'm not relevant and they have all those emotions and those feelings that sometimes are really hard for them to process and so they just keep prepping like they're prepping for a competition or like they still are a title holder and they get incredibly burnt out, and it's not healthy, and they're kind of on one one end of the pendulum or another. So I just want to encourage you guys to take a few moments, grab your journal. I always keep mine within earshot of me. And um, writing things down all the time as you're processing things, you know, taking those long hot showers, taking a bath, using those relaxation techniques, journaling. Even if you're a three who hates journaling all my beautiful threes because they're like, I can't slow down. I need to achieve. I need to accomplish now, now, now. What's the next thing? um really really just giving yourself the gift of slowing down giving yourself the gift of finding what your new normal and what your new balance looks like because you deserve it and you're worth it you are so worth it um and so i wanted to share a couple of those things with you today and so kind of diving into part 2 of this and then part 3 will be my four keys takeaways from miss usa um i want to read you a story that i wrote and is going to probably fit into my devotional we'll see maybe volume 2 Um, Because they're each each 60 days, and I want to have four, I just want to keep going four, five, six volumes um, that you guys can just recycle throughout the years. It'll be super exciting. So that'll be out next year. But I want to read this um, and kind of just show you how a very simple moment, how God talks to me, um, but how a very simple moment that could have honestly made me really mad ended up being a really powerful, um, teachable moment. And it actually was the launching pad for this entire podcast episode where I was like, wow, this is this is how important perspective is. And um, I think it's going to bless you guys. I think it's going to open your mind up a little bit that what you're seeing is not always what you're seeing. And what you're perceiving, what you're believing um, is not always necessarily the truth. And you can be seeing something through your lens of your beliefs, your values, um, your line of sight and see something completely different than a different witness and a different bystander could have seen that. And it's based off of our life experience and our nature and our nurture and and all those things I mentioned before. And I had this moment where something kind of crazy happened um, right in front of me and God kind of woke me up and and asked me to um, question my own perspective. And it was very interesting what I ended up just kind of learning about myself in that moment. And I wanted to pass it off to you guys. So I'm going to read you the story that I wrote. Okay, here we go, and scene, (laughs) I'm a very black and white person, incredibly logical, a lover of facts, and someone born without a whole lot of gray area in her brain, hashtag Enneagram8. So when things happen, it's usually pretty easy for me to make up my mind incredibly quickly, though I try and leave a little crack open for more information at all times, just in case I need to amend those thoughts. Today, a situation that was completely not spiritual at all ended up having a really profound impact on my life and how I believe that we can see circumstances more like Jesus would. I hope it makes you think and laugh as well. Today in the car on the way home, I I stared ahead at my foe, a yellow light that turned its perilous color just outside the accepted, in my brain's, realm of gunning it. As I slowly accepted defeat in the lane farthest to the right, a car beside me had another idea. Whoosh! Before I could hardly realize what was happening, this regular old sedan rushes past me from the middle lane, crosses over in front of me in the right lane, and turns right. Yes, at a red light. Yes, you heard that right. While my car was stopped, this car was so impatient that they were going to potentially have to wait behind me needing to turn right in the right lane while I was waiting for the green to, to, to continue forward in the right lane that they decided to take matters into their own, own hands crossing in front of me at a stopped red light while my car was stopped to turn right. Never in my almost 28 years of life have I seen anything like it. So, as the rest of the gaggle of cars came... Behind and beside me, I dared to look to my left to see if any other drivers had too witnessed what I had just seen. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a grandma pulled up, stopped next to me, shaking her head and mumbling to herself. So of course, I turned left, met her gaze and shook my head too. We both had a laugh and moved on with our days as the light turned green. Then in a weird strike of, Holy Spirit, why are you trying to talk to me right now after this awkward moment? I had an epiphany. The Holy Spirit started to show me the situation through a totally different lens. He said, Megan, did you notice how you bonded with that grandma in about two seconds over a common experience? I said, Yeah. He said, I'm going to blow your mind real quick. I said, Okay. Holy Spirit said, Megan, did you notice? Uh, He said, What if she is an insert opposite political party to mine? What if she doesn't know the Lord? What if she's a really mean person? What if she's a thief? What if she had a personality that totally ticked you off? And I said, okay, where are you going with this? And the Holy Spirit said, but you weren't thinking about any of that in that moment, were you? Because in this particular moment, you found common ground with her, right? I said, hmm, yeah, I guess you're right. It's amazing how depending on the circumstance, we can view people in a totally different light. Because the truth is, if I would have collided with that woman in the car next to me for another reason, I could have a totally differing opinion of her. Now, before I bring this point full circle, let me talk about the bozo in the car who whooshed past me. Does it change your perspective about them at all if we added some extra information? Let's try it. Does it change your mind about this bozo if you were to know now that there were actually two people in the car, and one of them was going into labor? Or what if the second person was rushing to the hospital because they got word that their loved one was in, a, was in an accident and was in critical condition? What if the person in that car was finally fleeing an abusive husband and driving to a crisis center for women or a police department for safety? I could cry as I'm typing this. Do you feel how your heart immediately softens? So often I feel like we're really quick to judge based off the set of information that we have. And even though we might feel totally justified like we have all the information, we rarely do. The truth is, we only see in part and know in part. And only Jesus knows the full truth because he is the truth. The lesson I wanted to bring home today with this point is that because we see in part, I think we can do ourselves a favor of asking God in every moment, God, what am I not seeing? What perception of what I'm seeing do I need to change? Additionally, bringing into remembrance that God's love for us is unconditional And aren't we grateful that he doesn't just stop and judge us? He's the God of unlimited chances, yet we give other people usually like a one, two, max. I'm so glad that God gives us an unending number of opportunities to get it right, to see it right, and to do it right. And as of today, the day of this recording, I am one week into processing the millions of thoughts I have about competing in Miss USA just seven days ago. And I definitely still know that I have a long way to go, but God talks to us each individually in ways that make sense to us. So for me, stories and allegories and weird situations are typically how he talks to me, which is exactly why my teaching style is a lot of stories and personal experience and things that I've walked through, aka someone cutting me off and turning it it into a big life lesson. So that's part two. Today I I really wanted to just briefly tell you guys uh, a few of my process thoughts. as kind of part three. Um, So far I've I've definitely not processed everything. Um, Next week we'll have more process thoughts and I'll even be bringing on very soon in the next month or so some of my Miss USA sisters because I will be spending time with them again in person but I can't tell you about that yet. So stay tuned. You'll get to hear their thoughts and feelings as well which will be super super fun. Um, By no means, like I said, is this an exhaustive list, however, it's raw and it's sincere. Um, I wouldn't say it's completely raw, it's like medium rare (laughs) and as sincere as it gets though. I want to share these thoughts because there are hundreds of you guys that listen to this podcast every week um, who really look to me as a guide in the realm of pageantry and life and spirituality and I really want to do that justice in a respectful manner, so strap in. Okay, so. Here are my thoughts. Number 1. Um national pageants are not state pageants in the same way that state pageants are not local pageants. Um national pageants are not 100% total space. They're not merit based. Um it's in your contract. So that's perfectly okay. And as a business owner, um I respect the hustle. I respect the fact that somebody can run their organization however they want to run an organization. Is it tough to know that you had the best interview of your life and You had you have a great walk, and you had a great evening gown, and great fashion, and you treated people with respect. You were on time, and you did everything that you could to be in the top 16, and then you don't make top 16. And um, as in any pageant, right, some people that you naturally are like, why them, right? Do make the top 16, and how that can be incredibly difficult. Um, Yeah, it's difficult. It's really difficult. I don't want to speak anything ill about anybody because I don't don't really have anything negative to say um, at all. But just know that national competitions, uh, I'll go into number two in a second, but national competitions are not purely scores-based. And so part of that, I think, can be encouraging because you can walk away, and if you know that you killed it and you know that, like your hair and makeup were on point, your outfits were on point, your walk was on point, and you're like, I I don't know how I could have done any better or put any more effort into this, then you can go home with a smile just knowing that they were probably looking for somebody who didn't look like you, talk like you, walk like you, or have your values, and there's nothing you can do about that, and there's nothing that you should do about that. Um, That's in the position that I'm in, you guys. I mean, of course, I'm having those thoughts where I'm like, I'm a freaking interview coach. Like, who's going to listen to me after this, right? Um and those, those negative thoughts go through my head, but I have to trust at the end of the day, I'm like, I recorded my interview for a reason, I'm showing my um, inner circle girls, I'm showing a lot of my clients where I'm like, you tell me you know, how you thought of this, and I've listened back and I've shown so many people and all these different things, and I could agonize all day nitpicking and saying, oh, there's a, there's a million things I could've done differently, but you know what, if I would've done things differently, I would've done it without integrity. I was not the skinniest girl at Miss USA, I was as fit as I've ever been and I was dang proud of that, but I was not the skinniest girl there. And guess what? I didn't want to be, that was not my goal. I wanted to represent body positivity, you know, and you guys got to see that on the telecast, um, where they said Miss USA accepts all bodies. They had me say that they specifically had me say that. And I was proud of that. Right. And then if that, if that is not ending up, what, what ends up being shown in the, the top 16 telecast that I, I can't do anything about that. Right. Um, Whatever you compromise to keep, you lose. And whether that's your political values, whether that's your religious values, whether that's your body type, obviously there are certain standards that you have to reach, right? Like you can't just go in and be totally unhealthy and have not worked on your body at all and then be like, well, they don't accept all bodies. Okay, well, you're in a pageant and you signed up for this and you need to know the certain standard of excellence at a national pageant, right? So... There's a, there's a you side that's really important. Um, but I hope that that allows you guys to walk away a little bit less defeated if that happens to you. Um, I see it at Miss America every single year. I see it at Miss USA every single year. We talked about that with my sister after Miss USA. Um, one of the most qualified people you've ever seen in your life. And when she didn't make top 15, I was like, what pageant are you watching? But unfortunately national pageants can be incredibly political sometimes of just what they're looking for and they have a right to do that. You know, and we can work to brand ourselves as much as we can. But I, I, uh, maybe this is just where I'm different than other coaches, but I will never coach my girls to remove and revoke their integrity of who they are and change who they are just to fit into a mold. Um, I don't think that's winning at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, great, you make top 15, but what else do you go home with if you totally transformed who you were in the process and actually lost who you were in the process? I just don't think that that's a W. I don't. And maybe other people do, but um, that isn't it for me. So it takes a whole different extra layer of integrity, you guys, to stay true to yourself in a national pageant and not pander to the media moment of the year. Um, you know, the headlines of the year, whatever's going on in a certain viewpoint that is carried by the media. And if that's your personal viewpoint, awesome. Go go you, good for you. But if it's not, um, then there's a whole world out there that's going to embrace you for your values. And there's a whole world out there that's a lot bigger than just a pageant. And That may not be a very popular opinion, but why was I not totally crushed and broken when I came home? Because guess what? I have a great life. I have a wonderful life. I have a great family. I have a great relationship. I have great friends. I have a great business. I have great colleagues. I have people who support me. I have mentors. I have other things I'm working on that actually Miss USA would have vastly limited. And So I win at the end of the day and I met the most amazing friends, even though we weren't allowed to talk to each other even though we had to stay in working groups, even though we had to test negative for COVID every other day, even though we were in a bubble and there was not a single percent a chance that we could get COVID, we still had to test every other day. We still had to wear masks. We weren't allowed to talk to each other. Staying in working groups of 12 people, we had to sit with the same two people at lunch every day, dinner, you know, which my people were awesome. Shout out to New York and Massachusetts. Love y'all. Um, you know, that's difficult, but you that's what you sign up for, right? And you signed the contract and so you really can't complain. There's nothing to complain about. and I was still able to have the most amazing roommate and the most amazing time. And, um, you know, they catered to us as much as they possibly could have. The food was really good (laughs) and we got to see the civil rights museum, which was incredible. And, um, you know, still having a national pageant during COVID was an incredible thing. And I walked away with like 11 best friends, um, plus the Vambrose girls. I mean, just awesome you guys. And so you are responsible for the takeaways that you receive, um, after your national pageant you really are like if you walk away and you're like oh my gosh only making top 16 is a, is a w for me is a win or only winning is a win for me then good luck you're gonna walk out of there with absolutely nothing and being really confused about your identity and who you are and I just don't want you to feel that way I don't at all um, so that's enough about that number two if your foundation isn't built on the rock you'll feel like sand all week photo shoots. Um, so at national competitions, they pull you out for photo shoots. They pull you out for extra interviews, opportunities, all this hype, right? There's always girls with the the pageant pick people thingy, my bobbies, um, online. And I'll just say dude, I was picked in those things all the time. By the end of it, by the end of the week, and especially after prelims, I was in almost every single pageant person's top 20 pick, top 16, you know, whatever. And then I didn't make top 16, right? So based off the people who were watching prelims, I was in almost all of them, almost everybody's top 16 pick. And then after that, Nothing, right? Could that have been the organization? Could that have been the judges? I don't know, whatever. But I'm not going to allow my identity and I'm not going to allow who I believe that I am or my worth to be attached by five people's assessments of me Um, and I've chatted with a couple of the judges after, by the way, I, you know, on DMS now that we could, and they're like, you did such an amazing job. You're so accomplished. You're going to do amazing things. Right. And I even want to have a couple of them on my podcast. So, uh, I'm always hustling, you know, and you're in control of what you take away from that experience. Right. But if your identity is solely in whether you win or lose, you are going to miss a tremendous opportunity and if you think that your worth is based off of who's getting pulled for photo shoots, um, just a pro tip, a lot of those photo shoots and interviews are based off of where those media are, right? Or based off of the individual sponsors for the, you know, the the swimsuit company or the clothing company or whatever. And they're just looking at the girls of who fits their brand the best. So it's not even coming from your national pageant. So if you're going to get just swayed by all that crap, then you're not, you're going to be in your head. And especially because interviews normally during that pageant week, you're just going to be done for in your head. You're going to count yourself out before anybody else does. So don't do that. Okay. Um, Number three, 50 of you will ultimately go home disappointed, and the girl that you've had your eye on—I'm doing air quotes for those of you who are just listening, not watching—may uh, not even make the top sixteen. It happened this year, seriously. It may confuse the living crap out of you, and you may want to question everything. So don't let it rock you. Don't let it rock you. Create other relationships. You know, be positive. Make the most of everything. Like I, my favorite part of all of Miss USA spending time with my roommate and spending time with people in my working group. I mean, I got so incredibly close to people and just making the most of what we could do. You know, I can only imagine if we had like a full Miss USA experience, how much fun I would have even had on top of that, just getting to know everybody. And that's why we're planning a trip as a class later. And it's going to be awesome, right? So learning how to look at the glass half full and find takeaways and, and create other experiences and relationships and, and meaning for yourself outside of just the crown is vitally, vitally important. And That leads me to number four, my final key takeaway. It's have a goal other than the pageant, you guys. If you come home after you've lost without a contingency plan, you're going to be absolutely miserable and feel like you've entirely lost your identity and your purpose. Um, And watch, you're going to see it happen. I don't wish that on anybody in my class, but you're going to see it happen. Unfortunately, you're going to see people who have held so tightly onto this that afterwards they go and gain 30 pounds because they were doing it in an unhealthy way. Um, my, my trainer and I talk about that all the time and we're going to be hopping on a Facebook live or Instagram live with Scott, um, in a couple weeks talking about that because I did it the completely right way and it doesn't mean it was easy and it doesn't mean I was the skinniest girl there. Um, but I was dang proud of my, you know, muscular buns and thighs and skinny arms and a tiny waist. And I was like, that's what I was going for. So God bless. I'm not changing who I am, you know? And I'm healthy. And guess what? I've lost even more weight since after Miss USA, even though I like carb loaded last week. And guess what? I'm not too burnt out where I don't want to go to the gym. Like I still have energy. I didn't have to like kill myself sleeping. I'm good. Like I'm doing well. I'm doing great. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to different things in life. Like, And so for me, I had this whole list of other business things that I could rattle off that I want to do, you know, things I'm going to accomplish. And Ways that we're transforming my company and expanding it for 2021, and I and I I had this whole contingency plan where I was like, dude, if I don't win, like I'm off to the races, and here's the first thing I'm gonna do. I had like my 10 things, and so that way, when I came home, you know, yeah, I can mourn the experience, and like I said earlier, give yourself that time, but you're not freaking out. You're not like, oh my gosh, my life is over, and I didn't win, and so everyone's gonna hate me or. Everyone's gonna be disappointed in me or any of that. Those negative thoughts that just have no bearing in your life, no place, right? You were a person before you won, miss whatever, and you'll be a person afterwards. Um, I think, kind of in closing, you guys, I mean, Hannah Brown is one of the best examples of this. She did not make top 16 two years ago. She didn't at all, okay? And now look, she's got more followers than any of them, right? She's like a legit celebrity, like, can't go anywhere without people wanting to take a picture with her. And so, Don't let one door closed be the reason why another one doesn't open. Um, You never know what plan God has for you, but he's got a good one. He's got one that is is perfect and good for you and based off of your interests and your hobbies and all the amazing things that you are and all the amazing things that you're never supposed to be. And that's totally okay. God has created a specific lane for you that's got your first, middle, and last name on it. That is so beautiful. That is in the perfect place color and shape and style and format and everything for you. And it's a good plan. It's not one that he's punishing you to teach you a lesson. God's got an amazing plan for you, but all you have to do is continue to walk in it and to trust Him and to take it step by step and day by day, guys. And don't give up. If you give up and you stop moving, then God can't continue to work with a closed door, right? But if you open your half, then God can start to open those doors for you and just create such a beautiful, beautiful life that will lead to many, many more open doors in the future. So thanks so much for to, for listening to this episode today. Thank you so much for inviting me into your home, your car, you know, your, your bathroom, putting your makeup on wherever you're at today listening to this episode and share this with a friend who needs some better perspective. Share this with a friend that might need some encouragement um, in their life, whether they're a pageant girl or not. And in closing, I have a very exciting opportunity that I want to share with all of you guys. Um, And so starting next week, we are actually going to be opening up the Interview Mastery Academy. Um, I told you guys I wouldn't open it up until 2021, and I'm actually keeping my word with that, but we're going to do a bit of a Black Friday sale. So if you guys want to, um, you guys can click the link in this description, which will be on um, Podbean, so um, powerhousepodcast.podbean.com or just powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast, you guys can find it. It'll be in the swipe up on my Instagram stories, and it will also um, be in the show notes on our um, regular website as well as Apple Podcasts where a lot of you guys listen to on here. So if you guys click on that, you guys can set up um, a call with me by just watching a short little video to learn more about it. And it truly is a total replacement for interview coaching. I've put my heart and my soul into this. It's eight weeks to absolute mastery of communication. Um, I used every single one of these strategies to get me to both Miss America and Miss USA as well as all of our tremendously successful clients and it will still be at a bit of a discount. Not as much as the beta class. Y'all missed that one, but it'll still be at a little bit of a discount before we fully launch it at full price where it will stay starting in 2021. So feel free to DM us or email info at powerhousepageantry.com if you want some more information on that. Otherwise, we'll just shoot you the link. Um, I forgot off the top of my head right now, but it'll be in the description and all over social media. So make sure you guys join the academy. It's a wonderful group of girls. You guys can get all your questions answered and absolutely master the art of communicating as well as loving yourself and growing in your leadership from the inside out. So love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Well, hey, everyone. This is a little bit different of an ending if you are still here listening with us. Um, I just wanted to take a second to thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. Wow, it has been such an incredible and crazy year of 2020. And I just wanted to take a second to appreciate you, to acknowledge you. You know, we've talked about some really hard things over the course of this year. And I just hope that every single week that I can be an encouraging and uplifting and motivating voice for you to help you get unstuck from whatever point A you feel like you're totally stuck in and I want you to help you to really dream again for what that would look like for you in your future. And so kind of in closing, I just wanted to pray a blessing over you. God, I thank you for every single person listening to this podcast. I pray that you uplift them spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, relationally, and emotionally, and that you are changing the trauma of their past, helping them in their present, and gloriously just showing them that you have a beautiful hope and a future for them. And last but not least, I just ask that if any of you are prayer warriors, that you just send up a prayer to God for me. I compete for Miss USA in just a couple weeks. Thanks so much for being a part of the family, the powerhouse family. Love you guys so much and we'll see you next week.